It's a goal! He's done it! Yeah, what a shot! This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Just Sports. Hello and welcome to Just Sports, your weekly roundup on all that happens in the world of sports. And with me right now is my good friend Rahul Puri. Hello, Mr. Puri. Hello, Mr. Khan. How are you? I'm very, very good. How did it feel to be number two for a few hours? It felt good. Um, I'm sure it, it did. It gave us a, a, a good taster of what it's like to be number two when we beat you in a few weeks from now. Oh, well, well, well. We will see what happens in a few weeks from now. But what happened this week was that we beat Chelsea. Yes, Manchester United hammered Chelsea at, at Old Trafford. Hammered. I would not use the word hammered. Hammered, yeah, we, hammered 2-1. <laughs> okay, we beat them and we're going to talk about that and the impact it's going to have on the top four a fight. We're going to talk about the relegation battle that seems to be just getting nastier and nastier with every week. Uh, and we're going to talk about the South Africa versus Australia tour that seems that uh, that is starting uh, and what's going to happen there. So let's start with a roundup of the Premier League. Around a big result. I mean, I'm a United fan and yes, when the game started, it did not look like that, you know, we were to get anything out of it. And that Morata miss was, it just, I mean, I think every United fan that had their heart, <laughs> their heart their just stopped. To so just day. say, okay, it's going to be 3-0, 4-0, 5-0, what kind of hammering. But then the second half happened. It was a big win because, you know, Mourinho and United needed that win. We needed it more than anything else. Yeah, no, it was a big win. It was a big win. And I think ultimately, um, you know, even the, the uh, a guy that absolutely hates Manchester United would have to admit that I think it was, it was well-deserved in the end. Um, yes, uh, when the you know for the first thirty five minutes, um, you know Chelsea had hit the post. They were a goal up, yeah. Um, and really, it looked like um, they could score two or three. Yeah, it could have been two nil, three nil. But I think that uh, you know that Lukaku goal um, quickly yeah. uh, after Williams scored was very important. Uh, and I think I think it, it really shook Chelsea. I think it really shook. Um, Chelsea and, and it seemed in a strange way to knock them out of their stride I, I don't know uh, when so they but came what happened back, to them in the second half is I don't know when they came back out for the second half they just didn't I mean they just whether it was a little of, of United uh, being a lot more physical and, and getting in their face but Chelsea just didn't have the fluidity um, that they had in that first half they couldn't get William into the game and let's face it he's their form player yes um, and Azad did not have a good game and I thought McTonaghy McTonaghy just played brilliantly you know but the one thing I was about to say and I think you've said it that kid has a future Oh boy, yeah. You know, I mean, he was wonderful. He was wonderful. Scott McTominay, according to me, was the man of the match. I mean, Lukaku got it. Yes, he scored one goal. He assisted in the one. But to go out there and not let Eden Hazard play. Yeah. You know, and to and to and to have that kind of presence in the midfield. Yeah. You know, he has what a Roy Keane had. Yeah, but I mean, you know, when you look at him, um, and uh, you know, there's been a lot before the game. There was a lot of chatter about. Uh, Mourinho and Pogba and, and you know why doesn't Mourinho play Pogba in this position and that position but Pogba did play in a good whatever, position whatever. he was up fair enough but I mean when you look at what what that young boy did and what Mourinho told him was listen wherever Hazard goes you just go you with go him. with him you literally sit on him like a blanket and you know what? And he did. That's what you're supposed to do. That he is did. how you win football you matches. Know, and I think with him and with Matic they actually stifled Chelsea's 
Midfield. Midfield, yeah, absolutely. And and lit, but but that's how you win matches. And, and I mentioned United fans, and, and this is the thing, right? You know, we were talking before. You're never going to see Jose Mourinho play the football that Alex Ferguson played. Then then his team, he can buy another five forwards, and he will still not play that way. But the way Jose Mourinho plays, and yesterday that that game, where, where, sorry, the the game on the weekend was a typical Jose Mourinho win. That is what you can say about that performance. It was a typical Mourinho performance and a typical Mourinho win, where he nullifies teams and he nullified Chelsea's um, attacking forwards. Yep. And he basically said, you know what, now we're going to be really tough and physical. Lukaku as a Drogba-esque player. Um, and, you know, your, your quick-footed uh, players and like Lingards and Sanchez and... Uh, they're, going to, they're going to give him the space to be able to get one and he'll put it away. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, you know, he um, and he, he's got a lot of stick. Lukaku's got a lot of stick. Over but you know, the Lukaku, the Lukaku assist, according to me, you know, was a pure, pure <coughs> drop by ish assist. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, he muscled his way through. Even in the goal. Even, even for in the, the goal, goal. He muscled his way through. If you look at him when he's got his back to goal, he has a terrible first touch. All right, but it is just his physical strength and his tenacity to get the ball that keeps the the Chelsea defense away from them. Then, of course, you know um, uh, Christensen gets an elbow in the face. Not that I'm saying it was malicious or anything like that. He gets an elbow in the face. He goes down, and that leaves the space for Lukaku to get in, and and he gets a chance and fair play to him. He takes, he puts it away. The future, according to me, Rahul, for Scott McTominay is going to be great. At and if, if they can hold on to him, and if they can, you know, nourish and, and nurture him, he's he is from the youth academy. You that's, know, so that's my big thing. My big thing with Manchester United now is, you know, this idea that Mourinho is going to go out and spend another two hundred million um, in the summer. I don't think it's needed. I think Mourinho now needs to be more strategic about what he wants to buy because he's got some of the players. He's, no, got, he's got, the got. He's got. He's got him. He's got Rashford. I mean, Rashford is. He's not Lukaku, but you know, the boy has. The boy has talent. Absolutely. You know, and, and he's out there. So, I mean, he has the bo- He has the team. I think, I think Mourinho has also very categorically said it, and I don't know to believe him or not, but he's pretty much going to go for one central midfielder. You know, if he can get one central midfielder, because there will be no Carrick, there might not be any Fellini. Sure. And if he can get one central midfielder, and he's got Scott, and he's got a Matic, he lets Pogba go front. Yeah. You know, and that's what Pogba has been fighting about. He does not want to play so deep in the midfield. You know, he wants to go forward. He wants to go forward, and that's his, that's his natural position. I and I agree with that. But I'm saying that if Mourinho is going to demand more from Pogba, then I'm sorry, we bought United bought him for 92 million. He's just going to have to deliver. Yeah. So, but it was a good victory. It was a good victory. And what it also does, Rahul, is that the, the, the top four right now is you know there is no catching City. That 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 race is over. Yeah. Um, I think, and I might just say it, you might just bite my head off, uh, United are pretty much in the in the top four. I don't think they're going to fall off. No, I, I don't you think know? so. I mean, I, I think that Liverpool and United, these two wins, the two wins that they had on the weekend. On the weekend. Liverpool, Liverpool smashed uh, West Ham and, and United beat Chelsea. Chelsea's next game, of course, is against uh, City. Is against City. Um, away. And if they lose that, which conceivably they could. And Arsenal could lose against City um, also. Arsenal, I think, are out. I mean, I, Arsenal, I, I can't see how Arsenal get into that shake Spurs? But I think that if, if, um, if Chelsea lose against City, I think they're then seven points off 
Uh, Liverpool are nine points off United. Yes. Um, you've then almost got a mini um, Liverpool, Spurs and United basically then trying to vie for the who's going to finish four. two, three and four. You know, and with the UEFA changing its its its, its uh, rules this time, yeah. I mean, the top four will four be automatic. Yeah, guaranteed play. So, so you know, um, I mean, Chelsea I think, not being in the top four will be will be catastrophic for the club. Well, I think you know Chelsea if they, they lost to United, if they get beaten um, by City, by City, and then they get, they go out of the the, of the, the Champions, Champions League, League against Barcelona, um, I think they could they could very easily fall into a bit of a meltdown. So um, it's a very crucial couple of weeks for Chelsea. Yeah, it is a crucial couple of weeks. Absolutely, top four race. I mean, let's face it, Arsenal are out of it. Um, but if 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 Chelsea don't get a couple of good results in the next couple they of weeks, they could be pretty much out of it too. They could be out of it. As well. They could be out of it too, and and it, it 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 will become it will become difficult for for Conte to continue if he does not get the top four or the Champions League. You know, uh, at least till the semi-finals or the finals. I, I can't see Conte there next season. I really can't. Um, I, I I would like to because I think he's um, he's good for football. I think he's, he's a good, good for manager. football. I think he's a good manager. I think he's good for Chelsea, but I can't see him there next season. Well, that completes the top four story, but the relegation battle, come on, Rahul. I mean, this two points, three points, it's... Well, West Brom. West Brom are down. West Brom, West Brom, are dead, Brom are dead, I mean, West, West Brom is gone. Yes, we, all, we are all going to admit that. But between the rest of them, it could be Swansea, it could be Huddersfield, it no, could be Newcastle. All the way up to Bournemouth, I It think. could be Bournemouth. It yeah. could be anybody who goes down. I mean, it's one of the closest relegation battles. And what's really interesting is that I think over the next four weeks... They all play each other. They all play each other. Yeah. And, that's, and that could really set the cat among the pigeons um, in the next four weeks. So it would not surprise me at all if um, the next four weeks gives you a lot of clarity of what's going to happen. But the, um, the thing is, you know, the, 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 the guy who's at number 19 or number 20th is just about two points or three points, dis, you know, distinction between the, the number, number 12 and the number 20th. It's that close. It's really close. I it mean, is... Literally, if somebody was to go on a on a three game run now, they would be in the clear. Yeah, they go up. They go up to the top of the table. I mean, they so, go mid table. Yeah, it is. It is quite, and that is why I think that's the beauty of the English Premier League. And yeah. you know, uh, it it also shows the fact that it is the toughest league. And I was reading somewhere on on online yesterday that you know people are talking about how Bayern Munich is suffering in 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 Europe because the Bundesliga is not that tough for them. Yeah, they seem to just win it, and that same same thing happens with the PSG. The same thing happens. With, with, you know, uh, Bayern Munich. The domestic leagues are not that tough. The English Premier League is bloody well the toughest league. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking from 19th, which is Stoke City, 26 points. 8th, Leicester City, 36 points. So that's 10 points. 10 points so if Stoke City, 8th and 19th. So if Stoke City was to win three games and Leicester was to draw three games, they would be, be there. There'd be hardly any There'd be hardly any difference. Yeah. Which is why I'm saying that this time, out of all the Premier Leagues that I've been following, it seems like it, it is one of the toughest relegation battles out there. No, it is. It is. I mean, you know, you usually say 35 points, 36 points is clear. clear. Is be- um, so that means that Leicester are clear and everybody from Everton down is still to, to save their skins. Well, it's going to be a fun last run-in. Just about 10 games to go. And uh, let's see who finishes the top four and who goes down. Moving on from football, we are now going to preview the upcoming Australia versus South Africa series. It should be a fun series, Raul. I mean, the Australian bowling lineup is raring to go. It's going to be Moni Mockle's last 
you know, kind of series. Mm. The, the South African bowling lineup is also not bad, you know. So I think it's again two bowling lineups which will, you know, clash with each other because the batting lineups are maybe out of form or maybe iffy. Yeah, no, it, it, it's going to be another, you would think, another bowler-dominated series. Absolutely. Um, you know, especially if South Africa, and I don't think that South Africa will produce the same kinds of wickets that they produced against India. Um, but if it, even if they don't, I, I can see it being very uh, bowler-dominated because you've got two very good bowling lineups. Yeah, um, you've got two very good bowling um, lineups. And, 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 and two batting lineups that are pretty brittle um, and, and out of form. Now... Uh, what what I like and what I think is interesting is that it's a four-match series. Um, usually these are three-match series, and uh, this one is a four-match series. Um, and so I think that that will just leave um, for a little bit more interesting, uh, in, in, make a little bit more interesting series. Um, I don't know. I can see Australia edging it just about. I think so too, because I think Australia has the stronger or I would say the less brittle batting order yeah you yeah. know I mean they're, they're less they're less brittle at the top you know they have the Steve Smith who provides them that stability yeah you know the Warners can bat yeah Sean Marsh is in good form you know the both both the Marsh Russells are they did pretty well against England. you know England too yeah so I honestly think I don't think South Australia will lose against South Africa out there I mean, South Africa have the home advantage, but none of their players are in form or are they injured. I agree, but I mean, the home advantage for South Africa has never really worked against Australia. They're yet to beat Australia um, in a home series since uh, they, they were brought back in. Um, and that's a, that's a real good record that yep. Australia has. It means that Australia know how to win out there. Um, and they do. And I think that um, Nathan Lyon is, is key um, because... Yeah, you know, whatever South Africa say, they don't have a spinner. They don't have um, a spinner. Imran Dyer is... And uh, um, I think that the Australian batsmen, they can play quick ball. Yeah. Um, not that I'm saying Rabada can't do damage. He can. Um, but um, but Australia... But I think Australia... Steve Smith, when he plays is, fast bowling, he knows to, to shut they're up. They're more adept at it. And I think their bowling lineup is stronger than, than, than South Africa for sure. Yeah, if they can keep those four boys, those three boys fit, uh, Hazelwood, Stark and, and uh, Cummins, they've got a decent bowling lineup. Yeah. So, yep, it, 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 should be, it should be a close one. I don't think South Africa will roll over for sure. No, no. Actually, you know, no. so it should, be a close, it should be a close one. But Australia has enough firepower to you know, go out there and win the series. Uh, so that's about cricket. Ashwin is the Kings eleven captain. Uh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm not so sure. Um, uh, I don't know. It it seems like a I don't know. It seems like a weird decision. It's a strange one. It's isn't a it? strange one. Um, but then I suppose he is the marquee Indian player in the side. But it was Yuvraj Singh. But, Agreed. But I mean, know, you know, he's old, fitness yeah. levels. But you you worry about Yuvraj, don't you? But. I mean, Steve Smith is, is good for the Rajasthan Royals, you know. I think that that's, I mean, you know, they, they, that's a nailed-on thing. The Australian captain, and and he's he's captain quite successfully. He's captain quite successfully um, over here. He played here. very very well, and he, he plays well in India. Yeah. And so I think again, I mean, I think that Punjab must have said, well, you know, who's going to play all the matches? Ashwin. Um, Ashwin's going to play all the matches. So um, let's uh, make him captain. Um, you know, it's it's a, it's a strange choice, um, but it is kind of a strange choice because I mean I haven't seen him ever captain ever. He's gone on record to say that he used to captain the Ranji team when he was nineteen, eighteen, or whatever. But 
you know that's not i mean i used to captain my school team when i was in, I was, I was in school is like i said it, it's a strange it's a very strange but one. you you can understand it you can so the only so the only team without a captain right now is kkr and i have no idea who they're going to pick and i have no idea who they're going to pick sort of ganguly is on television saying he's no idea who they're going to pick yeah, so, so um that is going to be really interesting interesting one. because i don't see any captain out there they should I just pick sharuk the captain Well, that's a no, good idea. Not you know, play, actually, not play captain. <laughs> that's a good idea. That might work. It might. It could have worked in a movie, Rahul. But this is unfortunately <laughs> not a film. It's out there. You have to go play cricket. So let's see who they tie up and who they tie up as the captain. It. It. it we're all waiting for it. The IPL is not very far away. Just about a month to go. You know, for the IPL. So they need to get their act together and get their act together fast. Well, that's all that we have for uh, you guys this time on Just Sports. Uh, we will be back next week once again to talk more about sports, more talk about football, and everything that happens in the world of sports. Thank you, Mr. Puri. Thank you, Mr. Khan. And I shall see you guys. We shall see you guys next week. Where on Just Sports we say if it's a goal penalty or a hole in one, we'll cover it for you. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.